The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Amen. The word of God that we've put our focus on this, this day is John chapter 20 as we see what Jesus is busy doing on the eve of his resurrection. On the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now, Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them, though the doors were locked. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands? Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Dear Christian friends, Jesus was given all power and authority at that time that he descended into hell to proclaim his victory. Earth became his footstool and he had the ability now as God to do anything. To go back to heaven, to rejoice in his victory, to show the world what he had done. But what was Jesus instead busy doing? How did he exercise that power and the authority of God? He goes and makes sure that a dear friend, a woman weeping at the tomb, could see him in person, that she could be comforted and take away her fears. He makes sure to send two angel messengers to the disciples that dashed to the tomb, wondering why the tomb was empty, and to assure them that he is not here, he has risen. He spends time walking and talking with two disciples as they, they walk on the way to Emmaus and then he reveals himself to them. They can realize that he is the Lord who was with them as he ate with them. And then we find him go and, and spend time with the disciples who were gripped with fear behind locked doors. I think we have more in common with these disciples behind locked doors based on what we're going through right now in our country and in our world than, than we realize what had happened to the disciples is that their whole lives had been turned up on end. It just took a matter of hours, days, and everything changed. They had given up everything to follow the Lord, and now the Lord had died and was buried. Everything they had hoped for seemed to be gone. And now they're behind locked doors because they saw what happened to the one who came, and they followed, and the one who was of God, and they had grand hopes for him, and now he was dead, and they thought, I'm going to die too. The same people that killed Jesus will now be after me. And so there they were in fear and doubt and worry. 
And so Jesus takes time to make sure that his followers know that everything that he had planned, everything that he had done is accomplished and appears to them in a real and physical way and offers these four words. Peace be with you. And he allows them to touch him and to see his hands, to see his feet, to see his side. It is truly the Lord. And so Jesus didn't didn't offer just words. He came and his presence gave them this peace. I am still God. Everything that I had come to do has been accomplished for you. Sins are forgiven. The threat of death is gone. You have nothing to fear. I use my power and authority now to give you purpose in life. Go and tell others. Forgive sins as your sins have been forgiven. And those that reject, they remain in their sins. But this is what you're to do. I'm sure the disciples who had been focused on all the things that scared them, all the things in life they were unsure of, now had a chance to focus on Jesus. And calm came over them. But there was one who wasn't with them. And I I think we have a lot in common with Thomas, too. Thomas was one that was not there to see with his own eyes and touch with his own hands the Lord who had risen. And so doubts continued in his mind. And that's really what happens with peace, right? Our peace is lost when we take our focus off of Jesus. When we allow what we're feeling and what we're experiencing in this world and this life to be the thing that judges whether something or someone really does or or accomplishes what he says. And so Thomas said, unless I can see him with my eyes, and touch him with my hands, I will not believe. Jesus, hearing this a week later, goes and personally appears to Thomas and allows Thomas to experience the peace that Jesus gives. And again, the four words he offers to him, peace be with you. And then he takes Thomas's hand and touches it to the scars on his hands. And he allows Thomas's hand to be thrust into his side. And then all of a sudden, the worries and the fears, they drop away. And the heart that believes and the faith that resounds in the simple confession of Thomas, my Lord and my God. When his focus went away from the things of this life and focused on Jesus, this bold confession remained. He had been given the peace of Jesus. But Jesus does the same thing and talks about us in his words too. He says, because you have seen me, you have believed, talking to the disciples. But now he talks about you. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. The eyes of our faith have seen as we are given the eyewitnesses of the disciples and Thomas. May you see the risen Lord too. And the ears of our faith hear clearly the words of Jesus as he comes to speak these same four words to you. Peace be with you. And not only does Jesus say these words, but he brings these words to light. Make sure you keep your eyes and your ears in tuned to Jesus. Right now, your life, my life, has been turned up on end. There are things we don't know. There are fears we face. We brush against our own mortality from this hidden enemy called COVID virus 19. And there are so many things going on that make us worry and and we have to shelter at home and, and life as we know it has changed. And it brings fears and doubts and worries and loneliness. But they can't prevail to these words of Jesus. Though our ears hear a lot of different voices, both political and scientific, saying, do this or believe this. And then the world and our experiences allows our, our, our hearts to worry and to fear and our minds to wander. And Jesus says, turn 
to me. See, I'm in control. Everything that I said I have done, everything that I plan to do will be accomplished. I am your Lord and your God. Peace be with you. And that's when our heart and our faith kicks in. We see Jesus with our eyes of faith. We hear Jesus with the ears of our faith. And it is enough. It is enough to be content here in the presence of Jesus, where he not only talks about peace, but he gives us his peace. May that peace reside with you. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, may it guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.